It is a joy to be with you once again in this place. One of the biggest changes for me since coming over here has been uh, that I, I don't preach every Sunday. And that's been a blessing for me in that it's allowed me time to, to do the writing necessary for, for the doctoral program that I'm on. On the other hand, as a preacher, uh, I, I feel like I'm going to burst if I, don't, if I don't preach. And so when I get the opportunity, um, I know that having me in moderation is good. So I'm going I'm to try and control myself here. Uh, to this, this month marks uh, 40 years from when I gave my first sermon at the age of 16. And so I'm... I'm really overjoyed to be here with you, and, and uh, we lift up prayers for Pastor Holly and Tripp as they've taken some much-needed time off uh, to visit with family, and so we, we pray for their safe return next, next week. So, if you were to look back to January 1st, 2020, think back just a little bit about January 1st, 2020. Could you, in your wildest dreams, imagine 2020 turning into what it's turned into? Not me. Not for a moment would I have thought that we would have gone through some of the things we've been through, some of the things we're still going through, some of the things we're yet to go through, right? It's been a really challenging year. It's been one of those years that you'd like to say, okay, let's just get on with it and start 2021. I think most of us are ready for that. And in some ways, it's also been a year where it's been really difficult to be grateful, to be thankful. But yet, as believers, as followers of Jesus Christ, we're called to live a life of gratitude. Even in the struggles, even in crazy years like 2020, even when we're experience, experiencing the chaos of a pandemic, we can still express gratitude to God. We can still express thankfulness to God. This morning I invited you into worship with the words from Psalms 118. This is a day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. And in that invitation is the opportunity to express joy. To express joy in a year that's been really difficult. That's been really challenging. To express the joy of our salvation. And so this morning I'd like to talk to you a little bit about living with gratitude in the age of COVID. And what that looks like. And the passage that comes out of Ephesians, I think, helps us live into that. Because the first thing that the writer writes, that Paul writes, is he gives thanks for those who have witnessed and shared love 
with him in Jesus Christ. He gives thanks for people that have impacted his life. And as I was reflecting on this meditation, I began to think of the people in my own life who have impacted and shaped me. Beginning with my parents, right? Who, who shared what it means to be a believer in Jesus Christ to me. Who raised me up in the church and set an example. And then I started to think about those early Sunday school teachers, Susie and Charlotte and Alice, who told me the stories of the Bible, who taught me the stories of the Bible. And then as a young, uh, a young youth, I'm reminded of my friend Ralph, who at, at an early age, at 17, came down with leukemia and who went to be with the Lord at 18. But in those two years, all he wanted to do was share Jesus with the time that he had. That impacted me and shaped who I am. Or when I was working for the state of Texas as an eligibility specialist in the Department of Human Services and the client that I had who had gone through some difficult medical situations, who had renal failure, Martin, and wasn't sure if his new kidney was going to take. He had lost his job, his car, and was getting ready to lose his house, but he was still able to say, I don't care what else they take away from me, they'll never be able to take away my Jesus. That shapes me and impacted me. Or the heroin addict I met out on the street over at Asbury. While I shared communion with him and thinking I was doing a good thing, he, in fact, was teaching me as he partook of the communion bread and juice and told me, surely the presence of Christ is here. My wife and children who continue to support and encourage me and love me. And you, who have been so gracious and so loving, so accepting and so warm. All these people have impacted my life in one way or another and have shaped who I am and have influenced and encouraged me over the years, even through this time of pandemic. And so for that, I can declare, thank you. I can declare that I'm thankful for the people in my life that no matter what comes are still going to be there. The people in your own life that no matter what's happening are still going to be there. Loving you and encouraging you. And so the first thing I would say as we look at what it means to live into a, an attitude of gratitude during a time of COVID is to look to the people who have impacted and influenced you over the years. And to give thanks that God has sent people like them 
that God has gifted upon you, has bestowed upon you family and friends that love you. Come what may. That's what Paul is doing when he starts to write in chapter 1 here. I want to thank the Lord for those of you who have showed the love of Christ to me. And so that's the first step we can take. During this crazy, chaotic 2020, I mean, we kind of expected that it was going to be a little chaotic at the beginning of the year because we knew a presidential election was coming, right? And we knew that that was going to be polarization and division, and, and we expected that. We didn't expect a pandemic. We didn't expect to be gathered in this beautiful sanctuary wearing masks or watching virtually. But yet, here we are. And so we can still be grateful that in spite of it all, there are those who love us. There are those who care for us. There are those who still impact us. And then Paul goes on to write, And give thanks to God for what I believe is the most important thing. For Jesus. For the Christ who was crucified and resurrected and is alive today. Because no matter how bad it gets, no matter how much damage COVID does, and it's done a lot, I'm, I'm, I'm like you, I have lost dear loved ones to this disease, to this illness already. But no matter how much damage it does, God continues to be God. And Jesus continues to sit upon his throne. On this Christ the King Sunday, we can declare with all faith that Jesus is still Lord. That Jesus is still King. And that God is still in control. The Bible says that one day every knee will bow and every tongue confess that Jesus is Lord. And that hasn't changed. He's still Lord. And he's still our Savior. And he's still reigning on high. And so this Thanksgiving as you gather maybe in a different way than you've gathered in the past, maybe not with all your family and friends like you've always planned, but as you gather, I want you to take the time to say, Lord, thank you. In spite of it all, thank you. Because you're still the king of my heart. You're still the Lord of all creation. And you're still in control. I place my life and my faith in your hands, O God.
This is Christ the King Sunday where we recognize and remember that Christ is sovereign. That there's nothing greater, nothing bigger, nothing more powerful than the God we serve. And so this Sunday morning, I'd like to encourage you to live into that. To that truth, to that reality. And if we can live into that, I, I am without doubt that we can live with an attitude of gratitude, even in this crazy year. No doubt. God's still in control. Jesus still sits on the throne. They love you. And we love you. Because you matter. To God be all the glory, honor, and praise. For he alone is worthy.